I've never done this before, Saad. I'll be gentle, baby. <laughs> Put your arm around oh, here real quick. Oh, man, listen, listen. We are. Why don't you get your ass in the back seat? You want to go to the That's back a seat? command, not a request. If you're brown and in a haram relationship, that's something you have done. This is a, fami- this is a familiar setting. Situation. Yeah, this is a very familiar I've setting. I've never been here. Let me be clear. Neither have I. We've I'm, never been here. I'm a gentleman. I get a hotel room. Or <laughs> 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 in my car. <laughs> in an abandoned parking lot. Yep. With, uh, and I'm just saying, Cher's neck could swing over this way right now. <laughs> just why don't you lay your lap? Why, why, why don't you lean over? Lay, lay, lay We're cruising. Real quick. Right. We're cruising and bruising. If this yeah. were the 1950s, this would be a, a federal crime. We are at, literally we're on a park and this is definitely a makeout like place this is definitely a makeout place because look at look we got the nice little woods out there there's a a kid playground a little bit further down the way this is where people come to come you want to get the back <laughs> <laughs> i'm putting side in the mood right now let's let's move on i'm feeling felonious right oh, now God. feeling deviant All right, young man, explain why we are late with this one. Explain why we took a week off. Listen, out of respect for Saad, last Saturday I told him in the morning, I was like, hey, man, listen, I'm not feeling too well. I think we might have to... Out of respect for me, I have diabetic parents. (laughs) This is about them. Out of respect for your parents. (laughs) Thank you. I was like, man, listen, I don't think we should do it. I caught the Rona. I think it was a mild mild case, though. Um, I actually have never been that sick for that long. It really did put me on my ass for like two three days but then trailing issues like congestion and everything it was i beat it though i'm glad you know i'm what, here you know what the problem is what this is episode 29 of hot pocket right by the way this is sod this is here you are if we didn't miss last week mm-hmm. we would have been be a- starting 2022 with episode 30 nothing that would have been beautiful listen and see now I now thought, I got, the second episode of the year has got to be 30 <laughs> okay. you fucked this up for me no i didn't because who says this can't be the start of season two? We took like a mini break, which was a forced break by Mother Nature. And now this is this is kind of so, season two. Season two, we're only going to record from our, my car. Car. Or yeah. your car. <laughs> yeah. We're only recording from cars from now yeah. on. By the way, we're recording from a car because obviously, like, you know. I don't feel comfortable bringing a guy who just got over COVID to, to my home. immunodeficient parents. Exactly. And vice versa. I don't, I don't want to put anyone in a position where it's just an awkward situation. If you get in the back so. of that car, I can put you in some positions <laughs> Listen, right now. You gotta stop. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> if y'all see me walking weird next week, just know that's he got turned. Did some he, shit. He, he got turned out. Oh, All right, so we had these topics planned ahead of time. Yes. Before uh, the incident, yep. so to say. COVID. We're going to be talking about student loans, and this actually the, the other one happened more recently. So this is kind of an impromptu thing. The CDC guidelines for quarantining yes. and how that changed. And then we're going to do a little mini movie review of Don't Look Up, which you might have seen. It's very on point for it's that episode. On... What are you fucking up, my that's, car? That was my phone, man. Bro, Shit. I've listened. What did I tell you? My Listen, <laughs> so look, look here. The look here. Look here. <laughs> this is my whip. You that's act up, you're getting this. The president has a big stick. I promise you. You guys, if you... Uh, are in college, or finished college, or didn't finish, or didn't finish. If you just, if you went to college, you probably had to take a uh, stupid amount of money yeah. out from the federal government in order to fund going to college. Yeah. And so, 
the Biden administration extended the moratorium on the student loan repayment plan up until May. Originally, it was supposed to expire literally like yesterday. Yeah, two days ago. And now it's you have up until April 31st to I get your so. shit together and start paying back again. Yeah. So, you know, Sherry, you got you got three fucking more months. Come on, buddy. boy. What do you mean, me? You got student loans too? I'm, well, I'm back in school right now. Oh, shit. You, did you take more? I had to take some, yeah. Oh, yeah, damn. for tuition. But, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, second degree, it's really fucking, <laughs> fucking you over, right? Yeah. yeah, so if you guys don't remember, when COVID first started, the Trump administration put a halt to paying back your loans. Thanks. Thank D. you, Donald. And then that was originally supposed to expire in like October of 2020, I think. Mm-hmm. They extended it. The Biden administration came in. They kicked it back again. And they said, this is going to be the last time. You have up until like 2022 to get your shit together. Yeah. And, and then, then what did we do? We bullied those we motherfuckers. We bullied the fuck out of them. Yep. Like, Joseph, you senile old bastard. And Kamala, you... And don't be nice. I don't want to be nice to her. Be nice. Well, don't use any gender language. You bitch. Your wife is disgusted with you. She said, I'm leaving. Uh, we bullied them enough, and now they push it back to May. But I feel like this is a good time to educate the masses yeah. on student loans. We're not going to go into fucking dude because honestly, there, we could do a whole episode on this. Nah, the student loans is a it's one of the biggest issues facing not just our generation, yeah. but like not just millennials either. I actually looked at this when we were doing. I was doing a little bit of research. The largest age group that has the most amount of student debt is actually seniors because they're co-signing a lot of yeah, this and like yeah. when they default the it goes, and all that exactly shit. Yeah. so the large part of it is actually 50 and older yeah like bigger than our generations yeah. like 25 and up or 18 yeah. to 25 but yeah it's it's a very it, massive it's, issue and the number would give you an idea of like how wide of a problem this is yeah currently in america it is estimated that there is about 1.5 trillion dollars Owe to the federal government in student loans. That's insane. One point five trillion. That is a fuck ton. Yeah. Ninety three percent of those student loans are federally owned, so they're not coming from private en- en- entities. And we're not really going to talk about that seven percent that's privately owned because that's a whole fucking yeah. It gets. It's messy. not really relevant to what we're talking about with like uh, the Department of Education and all that. Exactly. Although it's not completely unrelated. So here's some quick facts on that. On average, the fe- average federal student loan debt is about. $36,000. Sheesh. That's, that's more than what I got. That's Really? Yeah. yeah that's a lot more than what that's, I have that's, to, that's, but that's, that's a, a lot of that's money. That's a lot of money. And then for the average private student loan, so now we're just talking about private Privates, quick, yeah. That's $54,000. Actually, it's basically 55000 because it's 54900 Jesus So, Christ. Which already gives you an idea. Like, If you have the option, please don't go to a private school. No, no. Don't. At every stage of my life after high school... I have when I when I was in school, I had friends who went to private school and paid college tuition money for high school for That's sports what I did. or whatever. Hey, fuck you, son. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> so the median monthly payment is two hundred fifty dollars. Okay. That adds up. That month, does, bro. Month to month, and then half of student borrowers are projected to owe about twenty thousand dollars twenty years after graduation due to interest accruing. Yeah. So let me let me restate that. The estimation is that this after is you graduate, mm-hmm. you will still owe $20,000 20 years after you graduate. Yeah. Ostensibly after you've taken all the loans. That is after your principal amount, too. After you, yeah, exactly. That's very important. The interest is going to be accruing. Yes. And the interest is like what makes this fucking... The worst thing possible. Yeah. 
the, the shit with like not being able to cancel and all that the interest is like half the problem yeah there there's stories still out there that i can i continue to see across every day off of especially more of reddit because reddit is like way more anonymous so people are like way more yeah. open to telling what what reality is there are people who are like, I borrowed $58,000 in student loans. I have paid back up until this point $60,000 and I still have $30,000 yeah. left. Dude, it is mind boggling the system that's in place for education. And the thing is, like before you continue, colleges, honestly, they have no repercussions for this too because they know that they can charge what they want. That's why tuition has gone up because since federal aid and federal student loans have become way more available to them and to students they've just raised tuition because they know that the fed that the fed's gonna give these students money so they have it's like at a premium it's like it's like what you want at a premium it's kind of like gas prices they're not really controlling gas prices but what are you going to do when gas prices go up you still got to get gas yeah so if you want a higher education you're gonna pay those prices there's a very high demand for education for higher education because it is a stepping stone into a higher paying job and they've made it very easy in the last like De- two two decades to get student loans. Yeah, literally, like it's easy to bro, get the loan. When I got my loans, I didn't even know t- half of it was loans. <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, this is. They're just like I, I like. Okay, money. My saw. I saw my balance. My balance cleared. I was like, cool. I'm straight. Yeah. Like I, I just paid for school or I got Pell grants and da 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 da. But then after looking back on it, I was like, oh, these are two loans. Yeah. I was like, oh, I gotta fuck. get this back. Exactly. All right. So now this gets into the question of what people always talk about cancel student debt cancel student debt Mm. and then the biden administration usually vis-a-vis his spokesperson jen saki will say something along the lines of we would be happy to cancel loans all we need is a bill from the senate and house you know congress and then the the president will sign off on it and then that'll happen until the senate parliamentary stops it yeah you know (laughs) if you and if we don't need to go too much into this at all but if you know if you've been following anything with the Senate, mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't pass shit. No. Like, and they haven't really done been able to do shit in a very long time. Now, that brings us to the question of, well, can the president just... Cancel it. Do it? What's the answer? Yes. He can. All right. Then I'm going to give you an analogy. Okay. You're out with your mom. You're like eight years old. Mm. Okay? You just finished school. You just went to like your intramural sports. You went to like basketball or tennis practice okay. or whatever, right? I and definitely got called a terrorist there, but yeah, yeah oh, in my lifetime. Listen, man, you look more <laughs> Italian than terrorist look. I mean, you actually, no, your name. My last oh, name yeah, gives it away. Your man. name gives it away. Fuck. <laughs> you're driving by. Uh-huh. You're going to the grocery store real quick. You see McDonald's. Oh. Mom, I want I want chicken tendies. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sono beta. <laughs> we have chicken tendies at home. Mom, no, that's that's not the same. I don't want those. I don't want those. I don't want that with a chicken masala on it. <laughs> In this analogy, right, the bill that is being talked about, mm-hmm. that Jen Psaki's talking about, that, that we would have to write a whole new bill, right? that would be the chicken tendies at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Biden actually has chicken tendies already. Right. And, okay, these are not shitty chicken tendies with masala and, like, crappy or whatever. These are, like, They're good. These are... They got the cage beat. free, open range, whatever mm, the fuck. Okay. Perfectly, whatever. Let me give you a little conjunction, junction. What's your function? You know that fucking uh, movie that they showed as kids? Like the Bill of Rights? Like, what's a bill? Oh, I'm, I'm only a bill. A bill. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Three branches of government. Yes. Please. I'm, I'm going to. It's a layup, bro. What are they, Cher? Judiciary, uh-huh. uh, legislative, uh-huh. and executive. Thank fucking God. Listen, I know my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Make sure. So, judiciary is like the courts, legal mm-hmm. system. 
executive is basically the, the president, and that also includes like you know Department of Education. All the, that is all executive. Right. Department of Labor, Department uh, EPA. That's all executive. And then legislative is Congress. Right. And you know the House is the House and the Senate. Yeah. Okay. Fuck the judiciary. We don't care about them. The job of the legislative branch, again, using this analogy, is to make the chicken tendies or make mm-hmm. like the batter for it, whatever, like to prepare them. Right. It's their job to get this shit all ready to right. go. The role of the executive is like, okay, I am now serving the chicken tendies. Right. I'm now bringing out the chicken tendies. Uh-huh. Okay. There is already a bill right. for education that has everything written in it that could let the president defer loan payments, which he's already been doing, right. which already tells you that they know this law exists and they've been using this bill. Yeah. And then also... And they've also survived this long without it, so... Exactly. And then also, to cancel the fucking shit, that's already in law. That's already Mm. been written down. All it requires is the president to sign off on it. He's executing on an existing action. Right. They don't need a new bill. Right. I think when, when I hear that, right, I start thinking about the fact that... Because we know that the government doesn't always have the interests of the people. What are you talking about? Right. It's a big, big shock, right? I love killing Iraqis. (laughs) Exactly. So, in my head, I start thinking about... Because, like, listen, Biden talked about this, and he said he was going to cancel $10,000, $50,000 in student loans. Like, we will work with it and, you know, help you guys cancel student loans because we know how bad it is for you guys. But then he didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So, that begs the question, is this actually ever going to happen in my humble opinion in my little analysis i honestly don't think so Mm -hmm. because the education department has become the largest loan giver in the united states Mm -hmm. they are the biggest if if you're thinking about banks they are the biggest lending bank in america not fucking goldman sachs morgan stanley all these investment firms who actually do end up giving out loans and bank of america and stuff it is our education mm-hmm. department. $1.5 trillion. Do they really want to cancel that? Because that's revenue with interest that they're going to end up getting at some point, right? Mm-hmm. No matter if it's going to be detrimental to the middle class, to people who are trying to get into the, break into the middle class, mm-hmm. that's revenue that they're leaving on the table. I, I genuinely don't believe, I don't have faith enough in the government that they would actually cancel student, mm-hmm. student loans. Okay. So... Let me just explain the bill real quick that yeah. I could actually do. Because, again, this shit exists. Yeah. It is the Higher Education Act of 1965. 1965. 65. This fucking bill has been in existence for 50. 55 years. That's when classes were like 50 bucks. Yeah. At Harvard. The same portion of the U.S. Code that allows the modification of time of payment of any installment. So, meaning, like, I can change when you pay stuff. Right. Also allows the ability to compromise waive w-a-i-v-e mm-hmm. or release any claim on payments huh. and that's from the american prospect and so specifically sp- <laughs> specifically <laughs> specifically and you might think like oh sad you're just saying shit whatever motherfucker i got citations you want to read the part <laughs> of the bill for yourself <clears throat> it is u.s code Title 20, Chapter 28, Subchapter 4, Part B, Section 1082. Boom! (laughs) Easy money. As the Higher Education Act is written, Congress has delegated control of student loan payments, whether it collects them and how it collects them, if it's going to collect them, to the Secretary of Education, who is currently Miguel Cardona. So technically, technically, 
Biden is not the one who is canceling or deferring payments. It's technically the Secretary of Education. But right. here's the thing. The Secretary of Education works for the president. Yeah. He, Biden wants something done. He's like, you're going to fucking do it. Right. That's how politics always works. Especially if he appointed you, which he did. Yeah, he appointed <laughs> you. You're going to fucking do yeah. it. So I, it, it. No nerd better come to me and be like, did you actually know it's actually the Secretary of Education? Yeah, that shit on. Mr. Cardona. By the way, I interned for him five years ago. It's like, oh, that's very, yeah, that's very interesting. Too? What the fuck were you doing? Now let's speak on Joseph Hardar Biden specifically. <laughs> oh, Hardar. Hardar Biden. Come on, man. His middle name is Robinette, if you didn't know. Robinette? Is, Robinette. Uh, this man's old as fuck. This man's old as shit. That's like that's the telltale sign of all that old ass like burly. He's like a First masculine about, man though. His name is Joseph. Did you just say Biden's a masculine man? He's a masculine man. Come Are on. Are you gonna fuck bro, young Biden young Biden could rock your sock. Nah. Bro, he could knock you the fuck out. I you don't could, think so, man. Yeah, bro, yes he could. He's got like old man. De- nah, dude, he could like do fifty pushups right now. Okay, not fifty, but <laughs> I'm, I'm being a little hyperbolic. But like, nah, dude, he listen. Why know. am I defending Biden? <laughs> he nah, dude. This nah. man has the most biblical name, Joseph Robinette. That's how you know. Yeah, that's how you know they're old. That's how you know he's old. You got like a feminine ass like middle name. Yeah. But you mainly as shit. That's like an old person thing. Yeah, it is actually you're right. That was really a pr- productive segment, wasn't it? <laughs> Keep yapping, man. So he has a direct hand in the student loan crisis kind of being the way it is, mm-hmm. to an extent. I don't want to overstate, because a lot of this does have to do with private loans, mm-hmm. like what he specifically did. But in 2005, when he was a senator from Delaware, he voted for, and also like whipped support for, so he like made sure other people voted for mm-hmm. this, a bill that, amongst other things, made it much harder to claim bankruptcy on private student loans. And I think most people already know that like you can't default on your student loans. You right. can't claim bankruptcy on right. that. Uh, well, you can, but it's like insanely so, hard to yes, do. Yes, it's a process. The name of the bill, which is mad fucking funny, Bankruptcy Abuse Prevention and Consumer Protection Act. I'm going to just throw a nice-ass name on all, and it's just, it's nice. Yeah. No, this is a good bill. What do you mean? I named it something nice. Wait, wait, wait. It's a bank, bankruptcy... Bankruptcy Abuse Prevention and Consumer, Consumer Protection Act. Is, you can call it... ironic, any, I feel yeah, like. Oh, yeah, no. Well, look, you can frame anything any certain way and name it anything, and it sounds good. Yeah. Like, anytime people are like, oh, it's named this, so it has to be good or bad, it's like, shut the fuck up. No, I think <laughs> I think if you if you actually know bankruptcy, when you file for bankruptcy, so you have too much debt, like, yeah, that's fucking terrible for your credit, but at the end, it's... It it is beneficial to an extent for you because you're you don't want to be in crippling debt for the entire your entirety. So to say that I just think it's a little ironic. It's like bankruptcy abuse bill consumer protection. Mm -hmm. It's just like wait a second. That's not you're 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 taking away that option that could actually save this person's life. Bankruptcy Uh, is a form of consumer protection. So yeah, exactly. So to call like bankruptcy abuse, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, a little ironic. It's it's kind of funny. So the the short like as far as we're concerned, the main effect it has that because of this bill which was written in 2005 it increased the amount of private loans private student loans by about 100 billion huh like projected there was a projected increase and that went up by 100 billion over okay. like a decade so yeah so that, basically that's pretty much what he did and he was a senior ranking member uh, member of the senate at that point so he made it a lot harder for people that is not super relevant to federal loans but yeah. it is there and it's worth noting that like this motherfucker's from delaware yeah the credit card state 
Yeah, they don't have state income. Or they don't have state taxes. They don't have state taxes. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy. So he, and he's lobbied hard on their behalf. So, like, on some level, it's not just that he's lazy. Like, I think he also, like, honestly believes this shit because the amount of money that's been given to him, all the mm. propaganda he's been, like, fucking taking up Fed, about, like, yeah. like oh, the sanctity and the importance of, like, keeping shit fucking difficult. So he made, he made it easier for private loans. Yes. Is that what you, okay. So I know for a fact in 2010... His buddy Obama, he actually, I forget what the bill was called, um, but in 2010, he he passed a bill and thought, signed it into law, basically cutting out banks. So I get this wasn't private. This was federal. Oh, I, know, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. So he cut out the banks from, you know, like the third party banks and just made it easier for the federal government to hand out loans. Yeah. So they cut out the they cut out the banks, they cut out the yeah. third party. And now. And that's also where the federal government really, like, yeah, really went crazy with it because they made it so much easier for people to get loans, mm-hmm. and that's how they became the biggest loner, yeah. I guess. They, and they monopolized ownership of student loans. Student loans, yeah. So not only did that make Without it easier, Without changing like anything to make it like easier to pay off exactly. or any of that shit. It, literally, they just made it easier for loans. So it, they made it easier for the consumer or the students to get loans straight from the government, mm-hmm. and that, like I mentioned earlier, just created a cycle of. Now the schools and colleges, they're like, oh, great. Now they can get loans from the yeah. government easy easy peasy. Let me just, like, increase my tuition real quick because yeah. they're going to yeah, pay they, they have a monopoly and everything. Yeah. They, don't so fucking even, they don't give a shit. It, it, was like a, it was like a snowball effect that um, Mr. Biden started with the private loans and then Mr. Obama started with the federal loans. So now this gets into – so we gave basic objective facts. Yes. We gave, like, a rationale for why Biden can do this if he wants to. Yeah. Why he might not want to. Yeah. But then this goes to the question of, should he do it? The major talking point I hear is that, okay, it's $1.5 trillion of student loan debt. Yeah. If we cancel it, that means the government loses $1.5 trillion. Like, that's the way people frame it. Yeah. Like, literally... It's like you you fucking get a charge from your bank. It's like one point five billion goes at one point five trillion. Yeah, goes out of your bank account. Yeah, it's not how that fucking works. No, that's they're treating this like it's, it's like a cash. fucking company. Yeah, yeah that's it's, not how this fucking. Yeah. First of all, it's the federal government. Yeah, everything is paid for and issued with bonds. Right, and the, who the fuck does the federal government owe money to? No, no fucking nobody. I don't know. They're, bro. They're, they're, <laughs> that's a whole separate thing. Maybe we'll do an episode on that. Honestly, I think we should because that's super interesting. It's, it's and like, called, okay, look, look it up. It's called Modern Monetary Theory. Yeah. It basically explains like why the government is able to run deficits because it's not a private company. It's like it, it'll be fine. Yeah. All right. So I want to do some like math okay. real quick. Okay. Share? Yeah. You finish college. Maybe yes. you'll go get your master's. You've been very... We're not sure on that, right? <laughs> okay. But like you, ha- you know how much you took out on loans. Yeah. Okay. The day you graduated college, mm-hmm. if I asked you how how much money is it going to take to pay off your loans, mm-hmm. like the day you graduated college, would you have been able to tell me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. How much? Oh, oh well, okay. So I'm, I'm just no, honestly like, speaking, like uh, go ahead. Honestly speaking, I have eight thousand dollars in student loans, okay. which is like very low compared to okay, that's, that's a lot low. of yeah, other that's people. Pretty low. I've only made one fucking payment on my student loans wait, before wait. before it got pushed. Wait, 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 hold on. That doesn't wait, hold up. Yeah. You graduated in 2018. 2019. 19, and six months of <gasps> Oh, yeah, I've only made one. My you first bitch. 
let's let's go to somebody who is like not fucking as lucky as you. This fucking pandemic. Also, I just know, like, I, I just feel like I would know it anyways, even if it wasn't. Okay, but you wouldn't though. I, okay. What I'm saying, I'm not talking about like what is the principal amount. I'm okay. saying how much are you going in your lifetime? Am I going to pay for? Are you the, going to pay? Oh yeah, so that no, means, no idea. Do you know when you're gonna get a job? How much the job is going to pay? How much you're going to be able to pay? What your other living expenses are? Very true. Because what you pay in total, as we've laid out, is not just your principal. It's all the interest, interest accrued. accrued. Yep. So when we talk about $1.5 trillion, mm-hmm. we are only talking about the principal amount. Yeah. But in reality, most people do end up paying way more than their principal, but they're paying that towards their interest. Most people don't even get to end up paying off their principal. No, not, not at all. So what I'm going to assert here Mm -hmm. is that we don't know how much is actually like we're at risk of losing right when we cancel right it might be less because here's the thing the federal government already has policies set in place to forgive student loans in certain circumstances right because they write it off as an inevitability that like in certain circumstances we know you just can't Can't pay pay it yeah we know you're never going to get through the interest so we're just going to cancel it that's going to be our liability exactly well it's our liability actually they already have this with public servants Uh uh-huh yeah it's like teachers and uh, other spend a certain amount of time in it's 10 years 10 oh damn which which is (laughs) first of all already like you have to pay for 10 years Mm -hmm. and then they will cancel your loans i wouldn't pay my shit bro (laughs) fucking (laughs) well i haven't paid mine (laughs) which already like tells you like the government is okay like already has plans in place to be like we literally know this is not going to get paid off so we're okay with like chopping this off i want to i want to just touch on something that you just mentioned you Mm -hmm. you use the words uh, when you were talking about us as a government right we risk losing yeah right and this is like a, I'm a I'm very I'm a simplify this concept a lot, mm-hmm. you know. I don't think the government like because like you mentioned you mentioned the t- talking point about you know the government would lose 1.5 trillion dollars in in revenue, but that's not the case. Like the education department might like if you if you want to view it that way, sure. But you are talking about the federal government and the forget the world economy, the United States economy. Yeah. If you bring it down to the consumer level, and this is very simplistic terms, you put more money into their pocket. Mm-hmm. So say a household owes $50,000 in student loans that they have to pay back in the next 10 years, right? Yeah. That's, it's going to take them that long. Why, why would you think that forgiving that 50000 is like you, like the federal government losing money, rather than thinking about we're allowing them to keep $50,000 in-house that they're going to throw back into the economy? Yeah. Which is going to stimulate the... You got $50,000 worth for the next 10 years for this couple or this person to be able to buy a house, mm-hmm. buy a car, do some... Invest in the market. Yeah. You're, that money is yeah. going back into the economy and it's going to circulate and it's going to keep the economy running it, well. It gets into... Because again, like you said, I think most people are looking at the federal government as a private entity, yeah. as a corporation, as something you set up. Like, like as like a non-profit or something. But that's not what it is. No. It has a completely different mandate. Yeah. From like the charter of a corporation is not the same thing as like what the functioning of the government is supposed to be, which is theoretically supposed to like service the general public. Yeah. It is not a profit-making entity. And making sure the economy is running well and the consumers are actually participating in the economy yeah. is going to do good. You know how many lives... Um, listen, I won't say lives saved, but lives changed... There are people, like my brother, I'll give my brother an example, he has much more loan debt than I do. Mm-hmm. 
if he were to get that forgiven, that would be such a big burden off of him. I think changing lives is... is, is changing lives, yeah. No, that's the proper saving way of looking li- at yeah, Saving it. lives, about, too, I guess. Okay, the median, the average number we laid out, and just, just for federally owned ones, is $36,000. Yeah. Imagine you don't have to pay $36,000 anymore. That is a that down payment. That changes your life. That is a down payment on a fairly nice loaned house. Yeah. So, like... You're adding value to the economy rather than just fucking giving money to the education department yeah. for loans. I say you cut, cut, cancel student loans, give the money, essentially keeping the money in the consumer's hands and in their pockets. They're going to stimulate the economy way more. Mm-hmm. It'll be way more beneficial for the student loan people who have student loans to be able to use that and funnel that back into the market rather than funneling it into the stupid fucking crisis that they've created. Yeah. That's just my simplistic opinion yeah. on it. And like we said, they already have programs in place. Most people, I don't know about most people, but like, the number is something about like 50 to 45% of people are projected to never be able to pay off through their interest. And so there's already like, there's already things in place to like forgive those loans. So why not just extend it? If the idea is already predicated that, we know most people just can't even pay off. And if you can't even pay it off, we'll just forgive it anyways. Why can't you extend it to most people mm-hmm. at all? It's not actually $1.5 trillion. Anybody who flattens in and says, like, we're literally losing $1.5 trillion in cash does not know what they're talking yeah. about. The education department it, should honestly just convert to Islam oh. and just not charge interest. <laughs> Maybe that might be a better situation. I mean, I think a lot of it has to go through with the fact that they have a lot of loan servicers yeah that's the problem too is that there's a lot of private entities who have a shit ton of money involved with this it's not wholly publicly owned in fact a lot of the money is privately owned and we're not gonna get into this but a lot of student loans are backed by like securities and financers oh yeah and so people are literally betting and hedging on your student loans yeah like if you've seen the fucking movie big short or wolf of wall street there are people doing that shit with your student loans yeah In other news, the CDC said you can suck this dick. <laughs> in empty parking lots. <laughs> in empty par- Sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Sorry. Well, I want to try something real quick. Okay. What are you going to do? I just want to see. Did y'all hear that? They probably did. Oh, fuck. I could honestly step outside and do it. No, not, no it's not worth it. I turned on my car. I don't know. I just <laughs> want to see if it would pick up. Uh, so the CDC... The Centers for Disease, the Center, Center for Disease, disease and control. control. Yeah, funny. Not disease and control. Disease, co- <laughs> disease, and, disease, <laughs> disease and, control. and control. We're gonna disease you, the and then we're gonna control <laughs> you. Uh, the Center for Disease Control. Yes. Revamped its quarantine rules. Yeah, they. So, if you guys remember, the very first time it was like fourteen days. You have to be fourteen days. You get corona. You got to quarantine for 14, 14 days. days. That's two fucking weeks. And also, Corona can live on plastic. So we, me and my family were literally <laughs> hosing that down was, groceries. That was the funniest time period when everyone was hosing down everything, wiping down everything. And it turns out like, oh, wait, that's not right. It's like, whatever. Then they brought it down to 10 because, you know, 14 seemed a little bit too long. Yeah. People were out of work. Blah, blah, blah. Then, recently... Mr. Fauci came out and said, actually... Hey, we're going to bring it down to five. Five, yeah. Because we kind of just want society to continue functioning. Sure, what does that mean? So, you know, I saw a little report that said the CEO and president of Delta Airlines, mm-hmm. which is literally, if you look at their employ- employment numbers, they have th- like 20,000 employees throughout Sweet. the United States. Merciful Jesus. 
So I wonder why a company and a corporation would want com- would want their sick employees to not do ten days, but to do five days instead. Just to be clear, because I think you, you forgot to say this part. Delta, the CEO of Delta, yeah. sent a letter to the oh, CDC yeah. asking them to shorten <laughs> the quarantine time Period. from ten days to five days. And then Fauci comes out and actually does it. The not CDC, even a week later. Not even a week later. And I just want to hone back on to. Uh, what was it? A couple months ago, where in schools they were like, "No, it has to be six feet. They have to maintain a six feet distance." And then there was all these like education problems and school problems and all this other stuff popping up. So what did they change it to? They changed it to three, three feet. feet. Social distancing, which every which is a whole fucking meme. Yeah, six feet. You gotta keep six feet when you're laying pipe. Whatever, they're, right? They're like actually, little schools aren't big enough to house <laughs> twenty kids in a classroom with so six feet. Actually, difference. it's three feet. Which oh, where's the exact amount in between deaths? So I guess the yeah. science just changed, huh? The sci- believe in science, don't you right. believe in science? Uh, not not CDC science. Not CDC. <laughs> not science in general. Because here's the thing: the World Health Organization still has it set as ten days. Most other yeah. like public health organizations in like different parts of the world still say 10 days. I hope it is 10 days because it is exactly 10 days from when I had first my symptoms on. So <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, no, but so clearly like, I think this is an example where it's so brazen because here's the thing. The letter yeah. that the Delta CEO sent to the CDC is it's public. public <laughs> you can go read that shit. You can, you can Photoshop it a little bit and send it to your ex and be like, listen, I, I know we've had a rough times or whatever, right. but fuck it. it. 10 days is too long. I think the five day break is all we needed. <laughs> They don't give a shit. No, they don't. They do not care. And I think that should bother people because... Way more, yeah. All this shit about believe in science and all that stuff is always going to be used and employed by whoever's in power to get their agenda done. Do you remember when Fauci first came on the scene where he was being made into like this public figure? Oh, yeah. And like, believe in Fauci, the Fauci-ouchie, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was when Trump was nearing his end of his presidency. Yeah. So he... Fauci even got heightened. He got a fucking documentary yeah. about him on, uh, I think, CNN. Yeah, and the liberals loved Fauci. Yeah, and put him on this pedestal. Now, what's Fauci doing? Playing in the hands of the corporations. Yeah, literally changing life-saving guidelines to yeah. being like actually no. So I actually saw the video of his interview trying to justify the the, the 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 decision. So he said the reason why we changed it from ten days to five days is because there are asymptomatic people who don't want to be locked up for 10 days so we reduced it to five so they can go back into society masked and keep society functioning listen liberals this is very dog whistle language for 10 days was too long we need five days so they can get back to work he literally said so they can go back to participating in society while masked Mm -hmm. that's literally they can get back to work yeah that's literally so they can get back to work they can sit down at their desk job yeah Crunching numbers, making their boss money. Yeah, wearing a mask. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you look at the people who are most upset and concerned about, like, people not going back to work and everything, it's usually business owners. Yeah, it, it's people upset that people are not working enough. And when you look at the fact that, like, oh, society needs to function. Yeah. I'm sneaking in a little bit of propaganda here. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking very devious right now. The workers who make society run. It's not the fucking CEO who um, works 16 hours. First of all, the CEO does not work 16 hours. No. That's a fucking Time after stupid, time. That's a stupid thing. Time after time, this gets proven right yeah. through every fucking term. That's bro. why we like came up, not came up with the term, but the term was popularized. Essential workers. Yeah. Which is, frankly, just most like most jobs that don't pay well are the ones that are considered essential. Mm-hmm. Let, let me just tell you right now. 
a lot of the jobs in my field that I'm like looking at and such, uh, they don't need to be there. No. A lot of people I know who work in certain fields, they literally will tell you like, I don't do shit for most of the day. Yeah. And they get paid handsomely. And you're like, I want them to continue doing that, right? Yeah. Like, cause you know, get your bread and all that stuff. But that should tell you. Yeah. That this idea that like, oh, what you pay is like a reflection of your value. No, that's not true. No, no we, we fucking stamp down on the people who do the hardest work. Yeah. But everything in this in this economy, this in this system and in our country is driven by profits. Yeah. And so science is going to be used to maximize on profit. Yeah. And that's what happens in a capitalistic society, especially as a vicious ca- how how vicious the United States capitalism is. It's it's insane. Of course, that's going to happen. That also does goes back to a bit of skilled labor versus unskilled labor Mm. me my job as a financial analyst technically i'm a skilled laborer because i can sit at there's some knowledge involved the specific train knowledge you need in that i can fucking learn that shit but can i go fucking farm land no no, no. i can't do that shit (laughs) like like majority of um, the Latino population, they they are, they work on the farms, they gather all the fruits and all this and that, and they get paid cents on to a basket of fruit that they bring. It's freaking atrocious, and they're called unskilled labor. Yeah, and that, and that is mind this is mind blowing yeah. to me. And basically, okay, what people mean by unskilled labor is that you do not. Going back to student loans, you did not pay a shit ton of money for a college degree to, yeah. like, justify why you have this amount of money. Yeah. Versus, like, okay, look, the person doing the fries in the back of a fast food place and it's like running around taking orders that's that's hard that's that hard, hard. that's hard as shit yeah. that's much harder than anything I've ever fucking done no and this is why and this is kind of a separate talking point this is about more about hard work and immigration and whatnot. but like I, listen I have long days sometimes at work I'm sure all of us do you know people listening out there you're like sitting down at your desk and you're like oh my god I gotta do this file this file has to be sent out before two and blah 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 blah, blah and I'm stressed that shit is a cakewalk. 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 You are blessed that that is your worry. Yeah. Because my parents, who worked at gas stations and pizza shops and fucking, my mom stood for 12 hours on the day. That's hard. Mm-hmm. What, what I do is easy. So I never really complain like that. But it's just, you know, it just it, go, it goes to show how how the the different views are yeah. in, in this world. Like you said, everyone's had those days mm-hmm. where, you know, you're working OT. You're working two hours past... You came in an hour early at work, and then you stay an hour late. So you're there for two extra hours. Like, fuck, this is really hard. Here's the thing. Anytime I've ever had to do that, I also have the comfort of knowing that, like, listen, I'm just going to go back home. I'm going to be fine. Exactly. It's comfortable. There's other people who do that, and And then they also think, like, if I literally, like, one, go to another job. Two, if I'm so exhausted, but I can't take it day off because if I take the day off I'm going to be behind on my rent exactly there, there's a complete difference there's a of like expectations you have to diff, be for certain people. it's a different world the movie Don't Look Up directed by Adam McKay yes who did Anchorman okay yeah he that's why it was did, funny yeah. um, he's done some other big, he's, a, he's a very prominent yeah director and then it was co-written by a journalist david sirota hmm. and i got some words about that um i think a lot of people have seen it yeah uh, we're not going to do a plot synopsis of right. it but i think we just want to give it a little talk real quick what did you think of the movie i thought it was a good movie, good movie? i think the um the way they portrayed the media in washington i mm-hmm. think was pretty spot on obviously the comedic elements were like good yeah. i didn't think it was like rah rah funny but yeah. it was it was good it was like not there was like light-hearted moments in there um 
But I think it was an overall good movie. I don't think it was a great movie. I don't think it was a bad movie. I think it was a good watch. Mm-hmm. I'm very mixed on it. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I don't think it's like a great movie. I'm just not sure if I would call it a good movie. Mm-hmm. But I also, at the same time, I feel like if I call it like average or below average, it's a little too harsh. I just like don't know because I didn't laugh. Mm. I like. It. I never laughed, even though it's like, oh, this is like kind of clever. Yeah, exactly. But I never laughed. It's like one of those things you're like, oh, that's that's fun. I didn't laugh. I was like, I know that's yeah, funny. I, that same here. Like Jonah Jonah Hill's character sometimes had like a good little quips, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's funny. But I wasn't like, ha Yeah, it's very in your face about what it is. It's like yeah. like I think the over the topness of it is the point. It is the point, obviously. And so like, yeah, and arguably it's like maybe that's like one of the strengths. But at the same time, it just kept taking me out of it because I was like. I'm a fucking guy. I get what the political message is. Like, yeah. I, I know what you're trying to say. I, yeah, I think that was the major, major message for that yeah. was, hey, like, this is this is the society we live in. I think it's a positive mm-hmm. that how they portrayed the media and Washington. Mm-hmm. I think that that is what, to me, made the movie good uh-huh. because they really did portray the media like pretty spot on about how just they it's all optics for them it's Mm -hmm. all you gotta look good you gotta just like laugh and just it's just some bullshit right like forget all the actually important stuff that's going on can can this can can we spin this into something more pleasant yeah and that's what they want to put out and how washington deals with things is like all about polling numbers is it a cycle like Mm -hmm. even this is like the way the way that i don't i honestly don't think biden would have um extended this other this the second loan deferment um or the the payment if there wasn't midterms this year I well it's so, so it's still gonna hit what well because the payments start in like march but i mean he, he's, so like midterm voting is gonna happen after that anyway so i don't know like what the rationale was and he's like no maybe, matter what it's maybe happening. he'll do it again maybe he'll do it again maybe. to like garner votes but that's maybe. how it is so i think for the movie the way that they pre- depicted those two things i think that's a positive i think that's why that's that's the, that's one of the yeah. re- main reasons i call it a good movie because uh-huh. they because they depicted it in in that sense okay that's interesting I, because I, I've like had this conversation with other people because like overall, and, and there's points of nitpick mm. and stuff. I like agree with the things the movies, like the points are trying to make. I agree right. with like politically, right. I agree with the movie for the m- basic most part, right? Right. I don't think it's like a good movie though because it is so political. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's nothing but political that like I have to like look at it as like a political thing and not just like a film, uh-huh. right? Versus, like, there's other movies which are, like, you know, have things I disagree with, but I think they're better movies. Right. So, I mentioned the writer, David Sirota. Mm-hmm. He's a journalist. I'm sure at some point you've, like, read something of his and you just don't remember because he's yeah, a pretty well-known journalist. He's very, he's like a former Bernie guy. He's a, you know, progressive journalist. He has his own website called The Daily Post. He does good work. I've liked a lot of his work. Mm-hmm. And so, he co he, he didn't co-wrote. He produced and he wrote the script. He Damn. wrote this is his story. Damn. And Adam McKay directed, right? I followed him on Twitter for like years before this like movie came out. He's been crazy about advertising it, which makes sense. It's your movie, it's doing very well. Mm-hmm. He's very excited, he's very happy. One of my main issues though is that he's like, Oh my god, we're we're starting a conversation. We're we're doing we're doing it right now. This is the movie. People are fondly looking up and listening to the message that this movie has to give. Yeah. And I'm like Absolutely not. That's not true. I'll tell you why. The second half of the movie, when the two groups, like Leonardo DiCaprio group and Meryl Streep's group, right. it's like, look up and don't look up. There's right. like two parties. They basically turned it into like an election right. type thing, right? Right, right, right. They have a whole scene 
where they're like, oh, we're getting commercials. We're getting Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi are doing concerts for us. We're getting right. TV shows. There's a bunch of content supporting our message. Right. And then nothing happens with it. Yeah. Because, and I don't, like, I feel like this was unintentional. I don't know. Consuming content is not the same thing as, like, one, political education and right. activism. And then two, doing something with that information. Mm-hmm. You know why most people watch this movie? Do you think it's because they, like, I want to learn something about climate change or whatever? They did it because it's on Netflix and I heard it's popular. Yeah. And that's what they're going to think of it after they leave. And nothing's going to stick. I genuinely watched it. I knew that... I saw the trailer for it. I knew it was, like, there's, there's like, a doomsday kind of thing. Yeah. Something's about to happen. I saw it because Leo was in it. I was like, yo, this is a Leo movie? <laughs> but th- that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like, most people just Honest, don't give a shit about it. Honestly that. speaking, I was like, yeah, Leo's in it, Meryl Streep's in it. Like, it was a star-studded cast. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to check this out. And then, obviously, I saw the messaging, and I thought that was a good representation of, like, you know, don't look up. I just thought it was, overall speaking, you know, I thought it was a good movie. I don't think it was, like, anything, um, what's the word? It wasn't anything substantive. Like, it yeah. wasn't, like, substantially, like, oh, this is really something different. This is going to cause... It's a game changer. Yeah, it, it was not a game changer because maybe maybe I'm just someone who pays attention to the environment and other issues, ha- you know, happening in the United States, in, in the world, actually. But I think the audience of this movie are very liberal folks who, again, want to be, like... I pay attention to this stuff. I don't even think that's true, though. May- okay, maybe part of the audience is well, that. Yeah, right? part people of it, sure. who People who see it, right? Yeah. And they're the same people, like we just said. Who, they were the same people who were putting Fauci on a pedestal mm-hmm. and, like, all this yeah. other stuff. And now Fauci goes ahead and is, like, on the sides, of the sides with the corporations with the new yeah. guideline. And I think that's kind of, like, where, where the movie kind of takes it, too, where it's, like, people hold people into a pedestal and then they don't, they don't actually view for what it really is. I, I think, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that's true to an extent. Like, there's definitely, like, people who watch this movie because they heard it's political. Right. And they're liberal and they want to, like, feel self-righteous and like, oh, yeah, I, I, I already knew this. I believe this. That's right. Right. All that stuff, right? But I think to my, what I was trying to say was that I think most people who watch this just don't care about politics because anything that gets this popular. Okay, think about Squid Game, right? Squid right. Game is also very political, mm. you know? It is a movie, not a movie, it's a TV show that has an explicit politics, but for most people, it was just a cool game show right? that was bloody and, and dramatic, and then three weeks later, nobody really has an opinion on it. True. Because we kind of live in an era where like everything is just about like what's the new thing to watch or, mm. or listen to. It's all about just like consume, and you stop shaking his <laughs> eyes, it's all about consuming some kind of content. Right. And so you can say like like I, I I like I get why people like this movie. Spending more time away from it, I don't think I did, but I'm not sure. But like I get why people like this movie. Yeah. Right? There's things to like about it. But I think what really irks me is, and maybe this is like a misplaced annoyance, because I follow fucking David. He will not shut the fuck up who? about David Sirota, the guy who wrote oh, this okay, movie, yeah, yeah. wrote the script, produced it. He will not shut up about this movie that, like, it's doing some, like, crazy good thing. Even though the movie itself kind of makes the case that, like, no fucking, like, thing you watch is ever going to change anything. It has to, like, turn to action. So, like, to me, I'm just, like, really... I just get annoyed with this shit every single time where, like, people point out, like, oh, this is what it's saying. It's like, I, I get it, but, like... When does that knowledge turn into something? When is it gonna? When is that switch actually gonna yeah. go into place where we, us as a society, starts actually 
changing the way we live our lives and yeah. doing stuff for yeah. the betterment of yeah. the environment. And and that, and then the other thing is like even the politics of this movie because again, like I said, it basically turns into an election type thing. It is, yeah. And so the the insistence is that like, oh, you should just like call your representatives, and it's like the movie's already made the case like why that's not going to work. Yeah. If you've already explained like why your president or whoever is best friends with a fucking billionaire so they're never going to do this shit. It's like, yeah. why should people waste their energy on this? Yeah. It, their energy should be directed elsewhere. And that's like one of my issues with the movie. It's like, I don't even agree with the politics fully because the politics are basically just the vote. It's literally just like, just vote. That's it. That's like basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Here's another way of looking at it, right? I know that me and you are looking at it differently because we are very critical of one, the media and just how Hollywood does things and mm-hmm. just the government in general. I think, like I mentioned earlier, the people who aren't as into it like we are, who who don't actively pay attention to this, they're just like, like you said, they're just consuming media and they think that's a, that, that, that's a difference maker. They're the people who post infographs on Instagram and they don't do anything else after that because they're just doing, I, they're just throwing that out there, right? Uh-huh. Do you think that people like that viewing this movie do you think that opened their eyes because i think it might have because you know you don't think so no the person posting infographics and doing that all stuff like all that stuff probably already agrees with this right but they're not as in they're not in but like in how much more in depth do you need to be uh, to uh, like to like know that like profits drive i think most people basically know like have a basic sense of that right at what point does like that extra like five details like fundamentally change it and do those extra five details actually drive you to do something about it i think here that this is where we stand this is a difference right now i think you're giving a lot of credit to society out uh, there I'm, I'm not giving a lot of credit whereas i'm like i think i'm not no. i genuinely think people out there are fucking dumb no but okay he, he, like, <laughs> but he's like I think most people watching this don't even do the infographic shit. I think because mo- most people just don't give a shit about any of this stuff. Yeah. Most people just do not give a shit, and they're just gonna change. Like they're never. Going no forward. one's yeah. ever gonna change. Yeah, exactly. No one's yeah. ever gonna change over a no movie. No one's gonna I, fundamentally I agree with that. change their opinion about this. And even if you have, like, I have an opinion about this, right? The movie, no movie is ever going to be the thing that drives you to actually do something about it right what regardless of whether you agree with this disagree with it or didn't have an opinion with it mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because it's just a fucking movie at the, at the end of the day yeah and i think as an analogy for climate change it also like i get it it's a movie you got a short amount of time it's it's punchy it's hyperbolic it's exaggerated whatever the comet analogy also like doesn't work because it is like <clears throat> The comet is one event that happens at a set period of time, then everything dies, right? Right. The problem with what makes climate change difficult is that it is a long-term process. Yeah. Society has been structured around it. People's jobs have been structured around it. In some way, a lot of people who live in, like, America, for example, even if you're not, like, rich, you kind of benefit from, like, the uh, fossil fuel industry and stuff, right? Like, yeah. you have gas. You have all these Dude, things, of right? Of course. And so it's not just that, like, people are against climate change for no reason. It's because, like, society's been structured in a way where you've benefited from it. It's a lot more complicated than just, like, oh, people are just stupid and care about social media. It's like, well, no, our, our, our entire livelihood's been revolved around this. So, I mean, this is such a, like, a minor, like a completely separate point. I don't even know if the comet thing is a good analogy for it because I literally don't think if a comet, like, a single event was going to happen that every government would not be trying to stop it. Yeah. We die or we survive. That's it. Yeah. Whereas climate change is like, oh, I'm kicking the bucket down the road. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think they were. I think that that part about them using a comment for that 
was hyperbolic. I think they were no, like, you no, know what it, I mean? It, I, I don't think they could have used anything else because I do agree. If there was a event or something that was going to really, I think humanity yeah. would, be, would Yeah, no, they would, they would do something. They, they would, not, they would like, come together and be like, listen, we're not trying to die. Yeah. They would want to protect their assets. They would want to yeah. protect. Like, sure, that would be in the background of like, United States wanting to protect its oil from this, yeah. from the aliens that come. But if 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 this, if humanity had to band together to beat something, I think they would. No, they would. Or at least try. They would try. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like a side point. It's like obviously it's it's hyperbolic. It's for a movie, but yeah, the complexity of the metaphor, which is climate change, arguably you can't really capture it in something like that. So again, I wouldn't mind if. They were not. They would not shut the fuck up about like how political this is, right. and they're telling us the climate change movies. Like, yeah. If you're not gonna shut up about it, I'm gonna hold you to a higher standard. <laughs> like that, that's really half is just like they need to shut up. Yeah. Real quick, what are your New Year's resolutions? 2022. All right, New Year's resolution. Uh, first and foremost, I want to get back in the gym because. COVID kicked me out for a month, or yeah. sorry, a week. It was terrible. I feel bad. Yeah. Um, but you were like, you were good on it before uh, COVID. Yeah, I was. But oh, I want to continue that journey. Yeah. Um, I want to, ah, damn, I'm really going to sound like a capitalist right now. I want to grow my money. Hold I want up, my God. investments to grow, March. inshallah. Listen, <laughs> got to play the game. Um, yeah, I think, I just think I want to be in, uh, I, okay, fuck everything. I just want to be better than I was yesterday. I And I want to live more in the moment. I want to be more because i don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow past this history to right now like right now being in this car with you i enjoy it because one we were off last week i was sick and now i remember how much i like doing this with you so more in the moment i think that's nice yeah that's wonderful what about you <laughs> double the bread double the head now what's two times zero? <laughs> zero. <laughs> zero. Oh boy no I, mine is um I've been reading a lot more. I want to read more too. That's why I asked for your help. Yeah. And uh, I've been like taking notes as I read it. Like I used to do this all the time, getting back to like my scholarly mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is such a specific one, but with like boxing and MMA stuff specifically. Get back. I've been wanting to, I need to get back in the fucking gym, yeah. like actual gym. Yeah. Because like my form's gone to shit. Yeah. My forework's gone to shit. But speaking of that, I've been working on my footwork a little bit more, doing more like active drilling and moving around uh-huh. without hitting the bag because like. The bag really conditions bad, really bad habits. Right. Like, I've noticed, I'm like, oh, I'm like, not because, moving like, no, it's not hitting be. you back. It's not hitting you back. It's always, it's just like one place. Right. It's like, so I've been training more like movement wise. I want to continue with that. I am trying to lose some like belly fat because I'm like, I put a lot of fat. I think here. that's more so because you work out a very good amount. I think it's more so probably like bread and stuff. 100%. Like carbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like my mom be, I need yeah. to lay all the carbs. Same here. It's, Same it's here. Bad. So I'm trying to like, get it like here's the thing if i like flex it's there it's there but you don't want to flex i don't want like, yeah i don't like i'm gonna have like a little bit of fat that's fine yeah you're not you're not trying to be like five percent body no, fat. No, you want to be I like, like I around too 10 much. yeah yeah i want to be like 10 right now i'm like 12 13 yeah i'm gonna be a little bit less yeah and other than that i got some other ones but i can't say them on uh public airway mm, i want to go back to school too inshallah that'll happen Inshallah. We'll see. Let's see. <laughs> I want to be done with school. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> when I go out, you go in. Right. Let's go. All right. So that's episode 29. Episode 30, which you fucked up by getting COVID. We could have started strong enough on a nice round 30. It's okay. What the fuck is 20? That's a prime number. Hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. All right. Fair, 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 fair. All right, y'all. We'll catch y'all later. Oh, right. Subscribe. Like. 
uh, listen, comment. Yeah, uh, yeah fucking. If you've gone this far, you're already listening. Yeah. Comment, <laughs> share it, and uh, increase engagement with us. We want to talk to y'all. Yeah, just talk to us, neg us, harass us, dox us. Do what you gotta do to get us on the map. All right, bye.